Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 20 of the Last Eagle Heart Podcast. DJ, spin it. What is up, everybody? How is your Tuesday going? I ask that all the time. I know you're probably wondering why I do, but it's just so you know that I care. I just wanted to let everybody know that I care. And just also to think in my head about the fact that maybe someone is driving in their car or listening in their headphones going, you know what? My Tuesday's not doing half bad, Dawson. Or actually, I'm not having a great Tuesday so far. And you know what? It's just open for conversation and you can talk to me anytime about it. Feel the need to. Clear some air. Because I just want to let you know here at the Last Eagle Heart Podcast, I care about you. That you listen. And your feelings. <sighs> Delicious coffee. Only black, no creamer. Creamer is for babies that are wannabe coffee drinkers. No, you gotta drink it black. I mean, okay. I, I didn't stop drinking creamer until I got out on my own. Because I would have creamer in it sometimes. I wouldn't go, I wasn't full black yet, but I would have a little bit of creamer in there. And then I realized that for like a little bitty tiny thing of creamer, it costs like almost eight bucks. And I'm like, you know what? (laughs) Never mind. I think I could just have it black. But mm, it's always delicious to have it in the morning. But fantasy football is back. And I'm glad because we have a league together with a few buddies of mine, and it's going down. The All Teams Matter League, it's, it's going down. I'm pumped for this season. Ahead. I have the, by far the best name in fantasy football in the league, in our league. It's uh, the Epstein Islanders. <laughs> I actually petitioned for that name to be a new XFL league name because, I mean, why not? It, it would bring more of a, I bet you there would be a way younger underage fan base uh, they would have compared to any other XFL team, the Epstein Islanders. So Dwayne Johnson, since you just bought out the XFL, if you're listening to this, which I highly doubt it, but if someone is listening to this and can get a hold of Dwayne, let him know. I have an idea to run past him. The Epstein Islanders. We're going to have to make, make it more funny. We're going to have to add some entertainment. I don't want the XFL to try to, you know, copycat the NFL because we know the XFL players are clearly not as good as the NFL one. So I want some more wrestling in there. I want some more WWE. I want some more, uh, I don't know, fancy stuff. Stuff that I don't get to see in the NFL. I don't care about dancing in the end zone. I'm not really big on that. I want something like, something that is totally different that I've never seen before and you would never see in typical football. Something more on the entertainment base, more than actually watching football. Because, you know, the players can't, are not compatible with the NFL at all. It's not like you're going to a triple A league in baseball and then you have the chance to go to the NFL. I mean, some of those guys may have it, but <laughs> I saw the XFL last year. A lot of those players don't. And this is from a, coming from a guy that never got to start in high school, so yeah, I have a lot to talk about. <laughs> oh, man, but no. Mm. 
the Epstein Islanders. Now, they're going to destroy this coming up fantasy season. I already predict it. It's going to be great. I think we're doing the draft tomorrow, which would be Wednesday. Evening, I'm assuming. I don't know. It may be beforehand. I don't know. We, we have to get a good time going where everybody can be able to do the draft. And hope we, did the, we made this little video uh, to put in the, this big old group chat that we have. Uh, talking about um, who gets first pick. We just picked them randomly on a hat because supposedly you can manually choose who goes first round and who goes second and whatever gets their picks. So we did a made a video on drafting of doing our own little draft for our fantasy and it was pretty good. We sent it in the group chat. Hopefully everybody, you know, liked it and enjoyed it. But uh, now I'm ready to pick some players, all setting up for tomorrow. Oh, man. But I don't know if we're going to have any bets, uh, because I would like to have some money bets on some of the games. And here's the thing about betting, though. I don't mind betting, but people don't pay up. And that's one thing that I do not enjoy about doing that scenario. It's like, I'll bet you five bucks, or I'll bet you how much ever money. But in the end, if I lose, I'm going to give you whatever money I bet you. Nine times out of ten in this generation, when people make a bet, they don't, they don't own up to it. They don't give you that $5 or that 15 or that 20 or that $100 that they were supposed to give you. They kind of look at you and go, ah, I was just kidding. Oh, I didn't. Oh, I wasn't really going to you know, make that bet with you. It was all in the moment. No. Pay me up. It's the point of betting. You lose, you pay me up, and then, you know, well, we can go double or nothing, see if you can win. That's the only way that we're going to do this. I'm not playing that little stupid, like, little goofy look on your face, and then you never end up paying me up. I mean, if I, if I was, like, a debt collector, and I went around to all the people that I've bet and asked for their money, I would have plenty of money. I can go on a shopping spree at that point, but no. I don't care. I guess I don't care enough to get that money. But I do have a perfect solution for, for people who do not pay their debts back and that you want to get them back or you need to get their money from them. And uh, I vote that we, we, you know, back like in the ancient times, like I think it was back in like the medieval, I'm pretty sure. Uh, that whenever you had a debt that needed to be collected, they would knock at your house, and they would you would open the door, and your legs would be shaking because there's these knights in shining armor that are asking for you to give them their debts, uh, you, the debts that are supposed to be owed to the kingdom. And if you didn't, all your possessions get burnt to the ground. Everything. And uh, maybe your kids and your wife would be dead at that point too as well. And I vote that we should bring that back. I think people in this generation are a little bit too easygoing when it comes to a lot of things. There's not the best way for things to run around is put fear in people's hearts. That's what I vote. A lot of people just go on social media and they get to say whatever they want when they want how they want it and they don't worry about the repercussions. I vote they need to. Because some of the stuff they put out is just ignorant as hell. And they need to 
they need to pay back their debts or they need to, you know, whatever. So, I mean, what happens if the IRS started doing that? They would knock at your door and be like, hey, <laughs> tax season came around. <laughs> you didn't pay back your taxes. <laughs> no, we saw your name. You didn't pay it back. Come here. And they put you in the torture chair and they beat the living crap out of you. And probably after that, you'd probably pay back your debts. You'd probably find something to scrounge up and give to the IRS. And they'd be like, thank you. No, they just call you. And you just immediately put that thing on end call. But if they, if they knocked at your door and burned down your possessions, or well, they wouldn't burn it down because, you know, that's something that you owe taxes on. But they will beat the crap out of you. And uh, if you have kids, they would threaten your kids. I mean, that would be a totally different ball game. You'd probably be willing to pay that debt back in a instant, in a snap. Oh, same thing for landlords. If you're renting, how much your landlord did that? <laughs> that should be legal. If you're if you owe debt and you haven't paid it back, <laughs> just go and knock at their house door. Make it make it a make it a day. Torture them. I mean, that's what they used to do back in the day, and it worked like a charm. It worked. It put fear in them. They're like, oh, God. Are those the knights? Is that, is that who's coming up our driveway? All right, honey, get, get the bag of gold. Yeah, we're not going to be able to eat this week, but <laughs> get the bag of gold. Don't argue with me. I got beat up last month, and I'm not going to be able to, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing this again. I'm just going to give it to them, and we're going to go from there. That's just, uh, that's just how this is going to be working out. <laughs> oh, credit card companies, same thing. Except they, except they do like a back version of that. They do like a backhanded version of burning your possessions down. They just add 15% interest for whatever bills you didn't pay. So for example, if you are behind on a credit card payment, they'll just add 15% of what, whatever you owe. And then they'll add that to next month's payment, which is just a backhanded version of just beating the crap out of you. So you're just kicking a dog when he's down. Kicking a person when he's down. And that's exactly what credit card companies do. <laughs> now, that's fine. But we need more fear. People, people walk around too comfortable nowadays. They think they can do anything they want to. Not when your possessions get burned down, though, no, they don't. Then people are like, ah, oh, <laughs> it's not as comfortable as I thought it was. Maybe, maybe I need to reevaluate some things. So, I might be taking in some of that advice, you know, some of the advice that I'm giving. So, if you owe me any money, be prepared. I'll be knocking at your doorstep. And uh, things will be going down. It'd be a nice little gesture at first. The next time I have to come back, TV may be broken. Or, I don't know. Your, your house dog, your little dog, yeah, may not be, be around. I may just let it go on the other side of town. Who knows? But I will get my debt back. And you know that for a fact. And that's a Last I Go Heart podcast promise. <laughs> Uh, so, um, if anybody 
that is listening to this does want to do that, just uh, don't mention my name. Don't mention that I gave you the idea. Just go ahead and do that idea. And, uh, you know, uh, if you don't get caught or if nothing comes back too bad, just, you know, let me know how it went down. You know, call me from jail. <coughs> Oof. That was a nice belch. Yeah. It's a burp belch. That was a pretty good one. That was a solid one. Usually, I don't uh, burp that bad. But you know what? That one was a morning one, so it came up. It was it was held in from all night. But anyways, so if you decide to take the idea that I had and go and claim your debts from somebody, and that's how you claim your debts, go for it. Just don't mention my name, and we will all be good. <laughs> oh. No, I, I, I love listening to podcasts. Of course, I'm not one of those podcast creators uh, that just creates podcasts but doesn't listen to other podcasts. No, I've listened to podcasts for years now before I even made one. And one of my top favorite ones, of course, is the Joe Rogan podcast. And uh, I mean, it's always interesting is listening and seeing who he has on. Uh, but when I particularly hear something that... Uh, goes through my eardrums and uh it's it's very unpleasant why it doesn't sound right i have to talk about it whether it's on that podcast or it's whether it's something someone tells me and it just seems weird i either have to confront that person or i have to talk about it to somebody just to make sure that i'm not the only one that thinks that things sound stupid or what they said sounds dumb or some something in that scenario doesn't doesn't you know sit right with me. So I uh, was listening to that podcast and he had Mike Tyson on there. And uh, <laughs> when I was listening to it, Mike Tyson, man, uh, he's something else. You better not beat me up for this one. Uh, but uh, <laughs> he said that he doesn't. Mike Tyson said he doesn't drink kale because of his blood type. And I got thrown off so bad. I was like, what? I thought kale was good for you, even though I'm never going to drink kale, or I don't want to drink kale. I heard that stuff is awful. Ugh. But he said he doesn't drink kale because of his blood type. And that, the first thing that came to my mind was, that is the most Hollywood thing I have ever heard in my life. That he doesn't drink kale because his of his blood type and then I had to look this up and apparently there is a blood type diet I have I have never heard of this I have never heard of this thing I have never heard of what it is um but basically it's a diet based off of what you can eat and what you can't eat so if you're a blood type O, like this one, blood type O's, high-protein diet, heavy on lean meat, poultry, fish, vegetables, light grains, beans, and dairy, okay? Uh, this guy, this doctor says to uh, recommend some supplements to help with tummy problems because type O's tend to have uh, tummy issues. See, I don't know what blood type I am, but... According to this right now, just reading the first blood type, I'm assuming 
that I'm a type O because occasionally I do have some tummy issues. Now, type A. Uh, a meat-free diet based on fruits and vegetables, beans uh, and whole grains, organic and fresh. Hmm. Uh, blood A. Type A blood is, has a sensitive immune system. Huh. I don't know if that could be a good thing or a bad thing, but that's definitely something. Type B, avoid corn, wheat, buckwheat, tomatoes, peanuts, sesame seeds. Uh, chicken is also problematic. Uh, so basically just eat vegetables, eggs, different meats. And then type AB, uh, tofu, seafood, dairy. I mean, here's the thing, though. I am a moderation guy. I think you can have everything that you want in moderation. If you have too much of something, I feel like that will become bad for you. So there's some of these things that they say to eat and avoid. It doesn't it doesn't make sense to me because it's like saying, "Hey, don't eat these things, but eat only these things." And I feel like if you eat too much of those things, Something's not going to add up right for you. Your body's not going to react to it right in the future. But apparently he, has, he does a blood type diet. And those, that's what a blood type diet is. You find out what your blood type is and you eat according to what your blood type is. And I looked it up and people say it's probably the dumbest diet that they have ever heard in their life. And I think it is too. It's absolutely stupid. I have never heard of a dumber diet. like. Just, I mean, <laughs> what does your blood have to say about? There's no, there's no scientific evidence behind this theory that your blood type gives off a certain diet that you should eat. <laughs> so when Mike Tyson, of course, because when Mike Tyson said he doesn't drink, uh, he doesn't drink kale because of his blood type, or consume any type of kale because of his blood type. That just threw me off because I've never heard of something so, like, crazy. Like, what happens if he went to a doctor, okay? What happens if he, he got into a wreck or someone like him that was on a blood type diet got into a wreck, he needed a blood transfusion, and this person had the same blood type as him, but this guy had a heavy kale diet. Would he decline it? Would he be like, oh. Would he be asking questions after he got out of that car wreck? After he lost so much blood, he's like, "Hold on, all right, what what did they eat? Did they eat according to their blood type diet? Did they did they uh uh did they have a lot of kale? Please don't tell me their blood has a lot of kale in it. Ugh, that's terrible. If they if their blood type has too much kale, I do not want them blood transfusion." Like, I don't want that blood in me, even though it will save my life. I mean, people eat how they want, people drink how they want, and a lot of them live until their 70s. I see, I don't understand what's the big deal about, like, people worrying about living to 100. No one that I have seen that is at 100 is enjoying their life. Everybody past 75 is like, I'm ready to die now. Like, I don't want to be here anymore. Everybody is like, hey, if you eat this way, you're going to live a very, very long time. We don't need people to live a very, very long time. 
especially if you're hitting 95 or 85. That, I mean, if they don't want to live that long. Even if you're perfectly healthy at 90-something, you're still wanting to go. Like you're still waking up every morning going, oh, I'm alive. Great. Like, I have a great-great-grandmother who is 95 years old. She has lived through, I'm talking, world wars. She's lived through racial discrimination. She's lived through all types of stuff. I'm pretty sure she's ready to die. <laughs> she's, lived, she's lived a long time. She's lived her life. She's even lit. She lived before electricity, and now she's living where, like, technology is booming and going crazy. I mean, just think about that. Think about you just going through generations and generations of, like, I don't know, just crazy differences. Like, I can't imagine what life is going to be like when I'm in my 60s and 70s. Are we going to have floating cars? Are we going to have, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to have. I hope it's something drastic so I can look back and be like, man, I remember when the iPhone came out, it was a big deal. Now we have phones and chips implanted in our arms, and now it's like we can hologram it, and then, I don't know, we can shoot lasers out of our eyes. (laughs) Maybe. I would love to be able to shoot lasers out of my eyes. It would solve traffic issues and solve issues that you have with other people if you'd be able to do that kind of superhuman stuff would be would we be on mars by then would the tickets to mars be going drastically down and i'll be talking about in the future i remember when i was 20 years old and elon musk was talking about how tickets to mars were going to be millions and millions of dollars now you're getting tickets to mars and they're only 10 bucks (laughs) that would be that would be crazy, for sure. Would we, would we be on Mars by the time I'm 70? I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I want to go to Mars. It doesn't really seem like one of my top planets that I would want to explore. I've seen pictures. It literally looks like Arizona. It looks like Arizona everywhere. does not look interesting to me at all. You're like, oh, on this side, we have sand. <laughs> all right, cool. What do we have on this side? Oh. Sand. I mean, come on. I would rather go and live most of my life on a spaceship, and then as soon as I step out onto a one planet, I explode. But at least I got to see like something just so beautiful that my eyes just were like, "Oh my God, this is great." I don't really care about the habitable part. I just want to visit an interesting planet. That's what. I've never understood. I know we're getting kind of off subject here and we're switching about, but I also have the question here. Why so much money for NASA? I want to go I want to explore our oceans more honestly. Maybe maybe we can live underwater. That would be nice. Like just have like a little That would be great. If someone can invest in a hotel that's deep underwater, that would be more interesting than to me than blasting off into space sitting on a space shuttle for God knows how long, and then finally we make it to a planet that looks exactly like Arizona. So <laughs> I'm not, I, I would love to rather live in a, you know, uh, you know, aquarium hotel or whatever. 
that would be interesting. So, yeah, anyways, I know we got so off subject there for a second, but no, the Mike Tyson's diet, I don't know if y'all are on the blood type diet. I know since quarantine, people are going crazy over diets and like, oh, I'm going to try this diet. I'm going to try that diet, blah, blah, blah. Try the blood type diet. See if it works for you. Tell me how it works because I don't believe in it. I think it's dumb. Or maybe you could be the first person to open my eyes and be like, huh, maybe that's something interesting to go about. Who knows? <laughs> oh, now we're moving on to our fun fact portion of the podcast. Yes, fun fact. This is where I dust off something interesting, something to make you think about throughout the day. It'll pop up in your memories. You'll be 10 years from now. And then you'll just think randomly of this fun fact or one of the fun facts that you've listened on my podcast before and be like, wow, where did I learn that? Yep, that was here at the Last Cycle Heart Podcast. So the, f- so the fun fact that I have for you today is every great morning starts with looking like you got curb stomped by your bed. And isn't that true? The other day, I woke up and... I, I you just wake up in the morning, you, you immediately go to the bathroom, you flick on the light, it takes you a minute for your eyes to dilate, it's kind of bright, and you just look in the mirror, your hair's all crazy, you have like an imprint from your pillow, or wherever, I don't know where you get your imprint from, and you just look awful, but you know, you slept the best that you have ever slept that whole entire week. That is how every great morning starts. I've never understood that. People say, I had a great night's sleep last night, but they look like hell. Yeah. If I had a great night's sleep, I would wake up and I would look amazing. I would feel like that would look like Brad Pitt. I had a great night's sleep. I looked amazing. I slept, I woke up, and I don't know. I look like a, a millionaire. I feel like one too. It's great. But that's a fun fact I have for you. And I don't know if everybody else's sleep is different. I've seen those beds that like you can, I don't know how much those beds are. But it all depends on your bed. Okay. I sleep on an air mattress. I said this last podcast and it's kind of weird. I sleep on an air mattress in the living room and I have to inflate this thing two, two times in the middle of the night. And I kind of feel like, because I'm, I'm right by the door as well. So I kind of feel like the guard dog of the apartment, like I'm first in action, and if someone's supposed to break in, then I'm supposed to bark and let the other guys know that I actually have a room, what's going on, but no, I I have to inflate this thing twice in the middle of the night, so you know, sometimes I get great sleep because I only have to inflate it once, but then there's those nights I have to inflate it like two, three times, and it's awful. But, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Sometimes I just get, you know, I don't care about it. And I just sleep all cramped up in the middle. And, it, like, the air mattress gets so deflated that it folds over you like a burrito. That's kind of nice. It's kind of interesting. But, yeah, that's how most uh, most of my nights are. And who knows? I, I, I kind of want those one of those beds in the future that kind of, like, lean up. You know, you can press a button. and it it goes up and it it gets your perfect sleep number setting. What happened to water beds? 
That's what that's what I'm wondering. What happened to water beds? I've always in, I've always wanted to sleep on one to see what it felt like because it was like very popular back in the like I think the 80s. Maybe I mean I saw one water bed. I don't know if it was just a you know photoshopped image, but it was like a clear water bed and these people put fish in it. So there was fish swimming in their water bed. It was weird. It probably died soon because there was probably no filtration in that thing whatsoever. But <laughs> I don't know what happened in those. But also, actually, I don't even want one of those like mechanical sleep up and down. I think those are goofy. They're just way too expensive. It's like just super lazy. I don't want one of those. I want a bean bag. I want a huge, ginormous, like one of those three hundred dollar bean bags that could fit like four people on it. I slept on one of those. Those things feel amazing. It's like I don't know. I don't I, I can't describe it to you. It's just such a different way of sleeping and it's so comfortable depending if they put those poly polyester, you know, little cuts in there or if they just put those little white foam things. I don't like the white foam. I like those nice cuts of polyester in my uh in my bean bag. But no, I want to get one of those. It's just it's too big. I don't think it would fit in here. If I can if I can get rid of the air mattress and put in a bean bag, for sure I would. That ginormous one, but we'd probably have to get rid of some furniture in order to do that. And I don't think anybody's up for it. It's just gonna be a future thing. That's gonna what's gonna be in my master bedroom. Dawson, do you want a bed? No, I want a huge bean bag. That's what I want. Filled with polyester. That seems interesting to me. Ugh. News article time. Yes, news article. And this is where every time on the podcast, I talk about something in the news. Yes, it's not going to be about uh, something that you've already heard because I talk about stuff that is not on the typical news. Something interesting, something that they should be talking about more, but they typically do not. So here on the Last I Go Hard podcast, I give you the news that they don't talk about that's in the background. And today we have two stone burger challenge labeled as unbeatable. See if you got what it takes. That is the news article. It's about this ginormous burger that supposedly is labeled impossible because no one's beat it but according to this image there is one two three four five six there's like seven or eight patties on there it's 30,000 calories wow (laughs) it has 24 pounds of beef patties alone of the equivalent of 56 normal sized burgers. It's topped with a mountain of cheese, 20 slices of bacon, and I could already feel a heart attack. I think my, my chest is hurting even just talking about this burger. I think my I think my left arm's feeling a little numb right now. Just talking about how massive this burger is. That is insane. <laughs> Man. You know who I would like to see see do this challenge? I would like to see one of those like competitive eaters and eat it as fast as they possibly can. You know, Matt Stoney, you know who he is? I watch him all the time because it amazes me. 
He's really super skinny, but yet he can eat almost anything. I'm talking big mountains of food, and he can eat it in like six, seven minutes. Easy, every time. And he just stays. I mean, of course he works out. There's no way you can eat like that and then just go and sit down. But I would hate to share a bathroom with him. That is for sure. I would never. That, that is awful. But I would like him to. I would like to see him do this supposable impossible burger challenge. And have you seen this? Sign? Like people, th- people uh, underestimate. I, I wouldn't call it underestimate, but it's. I would definitely say it's. Um, I don't know. They don't give fast food not not fast food, but competitive eaters the credit they deserve. A lot of people don't understand how hard it is to eat how they eat. Like this guy ate seventy something hot dogs. I could barely eat three by the time I, I'm like, okay, I'm good. But they ignore it and they go ahead and eat it anyways. It, that just prove your stomach your stomach is not gonna explode. How does it not explode? I mean, they're shoving 70-something hot dogs. They're not even chewing them. Some of them. I don't think they're chewing some of them. But, I mean, 70-something hot dogs in your stomach? I mean, I know when I eat too much, I feel like I'm going to throw up. They just, I don't know. They ignore it. They go right down. They start munching, and they keep munching until, I mean, I don't know, until they're done. I mean, this guy eats 70-something hot dogs. There's a guy that I watch eats, I don't know, 10,000 calories of curry. He eats, <laughs> I don't know, just amazing, amazing stuff. I can never imagine me eating that much and then getting away with it. Like, I know something would happen. My stomach would tear something. But I don't think that has ever happened to anybody. Their stomach tear. Actually... That's not true. I don't know. Their stomach could tear from that. But I never heard of it like, you know, popping and exploding everywhere. That is, it expands so much and just puts, pushes your organs everywhere. It is something magical that I can never, ever understand and fathom that I could, <laughs> I could ever do. For sure. It's, it's something that is not even on my list of things to do. Um, oh wow, so the beef is only 30,000 calories, with an additional 2,000 calories from the cheese, hmm, I don't know, that's a lot of burger, so if you're a competitive eager, eager, no, eater, competitive eager, no, if you're a competitive eater, go ahead and try this burger challenge, because I would like to see if you can finish it. I thought, I forgot what his name was, but he was like on the travel channel and he would go around and he would just eat at random places and defeat their challenges. That guy doesn't even compare to all these other competitive eaters that I've watched on YouTube. It is insane. I can't. 20 slices of bacon. Oh my God. That is disgusting. Ugh. I mean, but I would rather do this diet than the blood type diet. Actually, you know what? No. What happens if this was part of your blood type diet? You had to eat you had to eat 24 pounds of beef a day. <laughs> if you're of a certain blood type, hey, 
you have low actually i can make up that okay so uh if you're a blood type a uh you're gonna have to go ahead and eat 24 pounds of beef because uh you you're more you know you're more unsubstantial to uh low iron intake so therefore i'm gonna need you to eat 24 pounds of beef a day uh so that's like a rough and around 30,000 calories, which easily can take for a type A blood type. And um, there you go. Just go ahead and do that. Shove that in your face every day. And uh, you should live a long, healthy, healthy life. Just meditating on that. <laughs> oh, man. But no, thank y'all for listening to episode 20 of the last Eagleheart podcast uh yes i will be doing uh stand up tonight if anybody's in the little rock area wants to come watch we need more people in the audience people are too scared to come out of their houses and watch any comedy nowadays but guess what i'm gonna need you to do it need you to step up i know you want to stop being a little baby get out there your mask will protect you or you know that's what they want you to think it will do who knows but i'm gonna be doing it tuesday i'm also gonna be doing it this sunday as well the 13th but i'll talk more about that on friday's podcast and uh any more news for me i don't think i have any more news besides those two things oh also i have almost merch almost have my first set of merch that is going to be going up you can find that on my social medias. I'm going to just, you know, post them on my story or whatnot, seeing if people reacting to them, if they like them. But I'll be posting those soon. Have new merch going. Uh, other than that, I mean, my social medias are going to be in my description. You can follow me, Instagram, any of that. They'll all be linked in the description. You can email me anytime at at the in the description just click on it email me anything you want funny videos things questions that you want to ask me who knows i may answer them on the podcast that that is what i will definitely do but no i'm going to conclude this podcast with a simple little um simple little where what is this where is it where is it at i i just had it i don't know Mm. I don't know, I can't find it anymore. <laughs> oh no, this is not good. Nope, 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 nope. Mm-mm. Nope. No, 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 no. I don't know. I can't find it anymore. I was gonna include this I was gonna conclude this podcast with something interesting, but guess what? I don't have it with me. You know. Mr. And I'm a type type one enneagram. I should be more OCD than I am. That should that's that typically things don't happen like this because I'm a perfectionist. Now I'm gonna think about it for the rest of the day. That oh wow Dawson, your podcast was going great until you were gonna end it with something concluding. Dawson, you're really just contradicting your enneagram. Dawson, what's an enneagram? I will talk about that more on the next podcast. All right, that's fine. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to go into Enneagrams right now. For sure I'm not. And make sure to pat, make sure to, you know, speak up about your debts. Pay your debts back. 
That's what I'm, you know what? That's what I'm going to conclude my podcast with. Anybody that owes me anything or you owe someone something, you better pay it back to them. Because if you don't, I give the free all rights to go burn your possessions down, beat you up a little bit, smack you around. Because that's not fair. We don't like liars. <laughs> so if you owe debts to anybody, you better pay them up. That's my word of advice from the last I Go Heart podcast, for sure. Because we're going to need to, yeah, that's the advice for today. Pay your debts back or you're going to get your possessions burned to the ground. Okay, but no, thank you everybody for listening to episode 20 of the last I Go Heart podcast. I will be seeing you Friday. I go hard podcast podcast. You are listening to the last I go hard pull hard. You are listening to the last I go hard podcast.